0: If you are flipping patties at a restaurant or you're working in a high-rise building, this episode is going to be all for you because we are all in business in some sort of way. And Leanna and I want to combine business principles with biblical principles. So let's do it right and I'll see you on the other side. Hey y'all, welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. My name is David.
1: And I am Leanna. And And we're we're the bonds. Bonds. We are newlyweds in our 20s, living for Jesus while just being real and open about our life.
0: Figuring out your mission from God does not have to be complicated. Rather, it's simple.
1: We bring you along as we talk about relationship, family, marriage, polished life, simple living, and business.
0: We pray that this podcast is a blessing to your life as we learn together every week and maybe have some laughs along the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey guys, um, when David first brought up the idea of talking about businesses and combining with the gospel, I was kind of not into it because I think business is really boring, at least from what I used to know. But um, today we're just going to explain like what a business is and how we are in some way or another a part of a business or if we own a business, like obviously you're in business, but uh, we wanted to bring in like a new different kind of perspective as a Christian and um, how to combine like what you believe into like the gospel and what you do and all that stuff. So
0: yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about today so let's first um define what a what the word business means and honestly i had to look it up um so a business is a person's regular occupation profession or trade mm-hmm. so that pretty much encompasses almost everybody you know and there are details that we don't want to really go into, into depth like nonprofit, profit charities all that stuff but However, you know, that's kind of what what we want to talk about is we want to try to encompass everybody that is going to be listening. And so whenever Leanna asked me, she's like, hey, well, like, what does business mean? I think of I don't know. I said like a trade or like (laughs) like you doing something, whether you're like raising your kids or whether you're like shopping at the grocery store or like. Like, if you're on a mission or if you're somehow bringing, like, business principles in with your day, you just don't realize it. And, Leanna, what did you think business was? Well, um,
1: like I said, I, I wasn't really interested in talking about business in the podcast because I felt like I was never a part of a business. I never wanted to own a business um never never desire to have a lot of money a lot of wealth and so in my mind and I don't know if some of some of you listening may have thought this or have this um I guess image in your head of what a business person is and I think of like a person that um just who works every day um, nine to five. They go work in a high-rise building with a suit and tie and with a briefcase with all their stuff in there. And the, thing <laughs> is the leather really,
0: briefcase. And
1: it, the thing that's is is really watch, funny is if, if you really think about it, like, what's really in the briefcase? Like, what do know. they actually put in the briefcase that they have to take to work? Like, just, let's just be honest here. Um Important so, papers. Yeah, just papers.
0: <laughs> they grade at home.
1: I'm just um, kidding. And so that that's the image that, that I've always had in my head and those are only the people that are money hungry and um trying to build their wealth and they don't care about their families and um just stuff like that. And I, I know that sounds bad. I hope that you'll take offence at this but like literally if you um just look online and you just type out business or a businessman or woman and just click on images, you will see what I'm talking about.
0: It's it's pretty funny.
1: we literally just lit it up right before we started recording. So I was trying to prove a point to David that there's a lot of people out there like me that may have this perception of what a business is and um and it's like kinda of funny to see um how david was trying to like show me that's not what a business is but i'm like but a lot of people may have this you know in their mind and they think business is boring and whenever someone like us is going to bring up the word business i hope that y'all don't like you know get out of this episode and uh or you read the title you don't even want to listen to it but this is way more um deeper than that
0: yeah, yeah. and so Today we're gonna basically go into this is what it's all about, right? Is how can we better manage what God has given to us so that you can give more to the kingdom? So whether you know, like I said, whether you're flipping patties or you're working in a high-rise building with the big wigs. or
1: on in the in the, in the in between,
0: <laughs> or if you're in between, right, yeah. working from home, or how can you better manage what God has given us? What what God has basically stewarded us to, to do in this world. And that's what it's all about. So there you go. I already told you, but now let's kind of break it down (laughs) some so we can, you know, better understand that. And so we can all understand. And so we can all learn. And so, you know, I was, I was talking to Leanna before this and like, I, I never really understood, like, we were talking about like, okay, well, like, are you like what kind of businesses are business like are you and i was like well i was like is a student considered a business and we were like well i don't know and then it turns out you are and because you are paying the school to consume information so you are basically the customer and so <laughs> you, whether you're a student or whether you're like a stay-at-home dad or a stay-at-home mom, or you're working from home, or you have a business, you're a business owner, or if you're working for a business or for a company or for a non-profit or for a charity, you are in business.
1: Yeah, well, basically anything so, that you're getting money from, income from, right? Well, would be yeah, considered basically. Business. Or
0: like a trade, like some sort of trade-off, like... I'll provide you this if you provide me this, or oh, that's vice a, versa.
1: That's a good way of
0: putting yeah. that. And so it's kind of crazy. So I guess we're all in business together, and so um, it's just we're on like different routes of of business uh, as we as we go through life, and so you know, kind of how we started talking about this is. You know, we were so inspired by a sermon that we heard recently, and we were watching it with my dad, uh, and it was from Hope City um, in Houston, Texas, um, and it was really, really good, and we have the YouTube link down in the description. and
1: If y'all want to watch if it. If y'all yeah. want
0: to watch it, but we were so inspired, and we're like, oh my gosh. Now's the time to talk about this because we've been wanting to talk about this for so long, but we just haven't had an opportunity we haven't felt like it's the right time to.
1: And we didn't really know much about it until we watched this YouTube video.
0: Yeah, so check it out below. So let's talk about, I guess, a couple of points on how you can better manage what God has given you, right? Within your workplace, within your job, your career, within your business. You know, how can you better manage that? Okay. So the one thing that I've learned in school as a business major, and most of you have probably heard over and over and over again, whether you're not in business or not, is that, you know, failure is really hard on like a lot of people. And and what they say is, is like, oh, like failure makes you who you are or like, like failing at something like better strengthens you.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. But get this. So. And a lot of times, failure, whenever people have a, people have a, um, something really bad happens to them or with someone they love, or they just fail in whatever they're doing, they often can let that define define like who they are, like, "Oh, like, I'm this, I failed at this," or "I'm this, I failed at this." And so the first point we're going to bring up is that failure can either define you or refine you.
1: Yeah, I think um, it's really important. That was one of the points that the uh, pastor made in that uh, sermon video was, you know, when you fail at something and you get down in the dumps and uh, you feel horrible about yourself, what happens is you're letting that failure define you. And, and it's okay if you, if you let it define you for like a short time period because it was really hard and that was your first time or so that was the first couple of times that you tried something and you failed, it's okay are human, right? But if we if we keep letting it define us, then we are I guess in a sense trying to rely on our own self, our own resources, our own knowledge on the opportunity that we failed at, right? And so it but if you let it refine you, meaning that you learn from it and you don't rely on yourself, but you rely on something else. And who is that something else? Yeah. God, right? Uh, you have a relationship with God and you realize that everything that you have is from him and only he has the power to give us blessings or to take it away. And um, I just when we submit to him, it's easier to let the failures in our life like, mm-hmm. refine us and to help us move forward in, into the future knowing that he's on our side and he's the one guiding, in, guiding us the whole time despite, like, what happened in the past, I guess.
0: Yeah. Is, oh.
1: that, is that is that how you were defined, like... Yeah. You know, I think being so. refined yeah. versus defined by failure?
0: And also, too, I think a lot of people are really hard on themselves. And so it can go into so far as, you know, not forgiving yourself for the failure that you are or or the failure that you've done or or like the failures that you've accumulated over life, you start to basically hold on to that as a guilt and grudge and um, you don't like forgive yourself and forgive others and let it go and give it to God basically. And so it can can drag on into other parts of your life if you don't um, let God in and really work within you Um, to refine, you know, your attitude and your, your character, your morals and your thoughts, all, and also your actions, all to basically grow from where you were to where you want to go and where you want to be.
1: And I think a lot of that has to do with pride. (laughs) That's something we have to bring up here because if you, no matter how you thought of what a business is or a business person, you're always gonna think of, oh, they're always money hungry and they're trying to build wealth. Well, where does that, where is that rooted in, in pride? And, oh, I can do it all, or I can do this myself, or I don't need anybody. Um, but the opposite of pride to God is humility. And so that's something that, um, as Christians, we have to learn that, You know, when we combine like business with a gospel mindset, um, we have to be humble and be willing to change a lot of things in our lives that's not right. And uh, I just reprioritize like what matters most versus what doesn't matter. So that's a hard thing to, I guess, learn into your life if you don't, if you have a lot of pride into your life. So.
0: Yeah, and also too, you know, like I've I've heard a lot of stories and um read a lot of books on this on this topic when it comes to pride and stuff, but you know, is like can you truly be who you are, you know, with your family, with your business, whether you're in the workplace or whether you own or run a business, whether you're at church, whether you're with your family and friends, you know, can you generally have the same attitude the same morals the same character throughout all parts of your life and so like where i think a lot of people a lot of people get off the the wagon with this one is that they think that they have to act a certain way within with the workplace or within the business uh and then they act a completely different way at home or at At church. church or at um i don't know just as you go about your life but the thing is is what we're here to tell you is that you can literally combine the, the biblical principles, the good morals, the good attitude, um, mm-hmm. the good character and apply it to all parts of your life, including the business um, that you're in um, and representing on who you're representing to, you know, and, and it'll completely change your attitude and it'll and people will definitely take notice, you know. And so, you know, whether that's smiling at a client or a customer or, um, you know, like going the extra mile for somebody who doesn't deserve it. I think we've all been there, uh, you know, um, and so (laughs) that's what that's that's why we're so passionate about this is because, you know, like for me, like I've been on the other side of the greed and the pride and um, and I've been on that side of life um, and it's, you know, a lot of i guess good comes from it because you learn a lot <laughs> i guess it's about the only thing the good the of of good that like comes out of that but the on the, there's a lot of a more longer list of like i guess not so good things that will that will happen you know if you decide to let pride and greed and um and all of these things that you think about a business person let take in and consume you and it will um, it'll basically rot you from the inside out. And so, but yeah, and all of this that like what we're talking about and, you know, all of these principles and dynamics of the business and the Bible, like this is all, this is like, we're all learning about all of this too, you know, so we're definitely not pros, but I've, I've come from both sides, like both sides of the table when it comes to when it comes to that and I'm not, you know, I'm not been extreme on either or I've been kind of in the middle on either or so I, I kind of have a feel of like, like, we're not just talking from no experience here. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, this is definitely like from experience and, you know, you can definitely change your attitude, you can definitely have a character change, you can definitely be a better person in your workplace, you can shine the light of Christ, the light of Jesus within your workplace, by simple things by simple principles and one of the one of them is is if you fail let whether that's a report or some sort of meeting that went bad or i don't know an errand that went horrible it's like don't don't let your life be defined by that one moment but let it refine who you are and let it build character and build build your confidence and build who you are in jesus christ
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a great word. So I guess going back to um, uh, the issue of pride and, you know, trying to be more humble. Uh, here's a, there's two verses from Philippians chapter 2, 3 through 4. It says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. That really just breaks down um, how to not be prideful, but to choose humility. Even though, like David said, like if you go the extra mile for someone that doesn't deserve it, it always... Does, and it, it, this is such a beautiful thing because... It goes back to the gospel, like Jesus died for us even though we did not deserve it. We were still stuck in sin and he died for us so that we can be redeemed and made whole. And as Christians, we should represent that whole, um, I guess, sacrifice that God did, for, I mean, Jesus did for us. Um, So it's really uh, very quick for, for us to, so back to humility when we, like, I just hear the gospel over and over again and let it, like, rest in our hearts as we go so about our day and our business, so.
0: Wow. That's good. Yeah. I love that Bible verse. I think it really kind of puts it all into, into some biblical per, biblical perspective. And hopefully the past 17 minutes that we, we've been talking that that, that that verse really puts, I guess, the foundation to it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I guess, like, this next point is really good, is that one thing that we hear a lot, you know, well, we hear a lot, but we don't really hear it in this way, I guess, and so um, is that you don't have to be involved in ministry or work for ministry in order to create kingdom, um, in order to create, like, God's kingdom and have an eternal impact Mm -hmm. and so like you 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 don't have to and so I think there's a lot of misconceptions like oh I have to be a part of involved in the church or I have to be serving or I have to be you know a pastor or student pastor to make an impact for God and to to build his kingdom but that's not right and we want to to let you know that.
1: Yeah so I think that's something that I definitely struggled with um growing up (laughs) Um, I always thought thought that I was supposed to be called, I I thought I was called to work in ministry, um, and when that door did not open, I kind of just felt like I lost my purpose, even though that's not the purpose, like, God is my purpose, right? Um, and so that's something that God was really teaching me to, um, not be focusing on trying to be in ministry, but rather what I do in life should be ministry. And so
0: hey, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I think what David was saying, like it's just to be in church and serving, you know, as long as you have the right hearts and you want to serve. Right. But there are also many ways to fulfill what God has told you to do for his purpose. That has nothing to do with being a part of ministry. Um, like, like, like I said, fulfilling God's purpose and his mission for you is the ministry. So if you're a teacher, that is a ministry. If you're a nurse, that's a ministry in itself because you're still, we're still called to be the light and, you know, in places where it's really dark and darkness seems to like take over. If you're being the light, then the darkness cannot overcome that light. So that's what we're called to do. But How do we do that? That's something that we're going to bring up here.
0: Yeah. And so, um, what, like, basically, like, what did God say over and over in the Old Testament and Jesus Christ brought into the New Testament? Mm -hmm. And the most important thing is this commandment above all else, love God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. The second is to love your neighbor as yourself. That that came from Matthew twenty two, thirty-seven through thirty-eight. And so basically what this means is that God really wanted to emphasize this as a very important commandment in both the Old Testament and the New Testament, saying that, you know, number one, like love your love God, right? And so whenever you're you're loving God, you can be in your walk of life and still love God and still be an example of loving God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, you know, and so that's what all this is, comes about. That's why we want to we're so passionate about this about about combining the business and the in the Bible mindset and the Bible principles is because that's the that's the principle right there. And so, you know, um, you know, if, if if there was if everybody was a pastor, we would all be preaching to ourselves. And <laughs> and so, you know, that would be that, that would not be a good thing, I don't think Mm-mm. at all. And so, basically that, that that verse right there just confirms that, hey, like in order to build the kingdom of God, in order to have an eternal impact, that's that's what you have to do. And it's so simple. And so that's why, you know, the simple mission started. That's why Leanna and, and, and I are here right now talking to you all about this because we're passionate about God's simple mission for you. And it is very simple uh, and it's simple for us. Um, and we love it and that's why we want to share it.
1: Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, uh, I know we brought up, um, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. We did a really quick mini Bible study a while back and it's called love others as yourself because we bring up the issue that you can't just love others that you forget to take care of yourself and love yourself, but not in the form of self-love like the world, like promotes a lot. But we did a podcast episode on that. So just look it up if you wanna listen to it, and it's only fifteen minutes long.
0: Wow. Yeah, so go and check it out. It's really good. So let's kind of move into the next section. And so let's talk about what does the gospel say specifically about business and the kingdom of God. So how what does the basically the Bible mention about this? And because we have to have backup, right? And like what we're saying. Um, because you know, we, we can say all this stuff and it's not backed by the Bible, then what's the point, you know? So, <laughs> um, one thing that I love that in this sermon we heard in it, and it's so good, um, that we listened to that, that we were inspired by. And, um, one of the speakers said, are you being driven or are you being led?
1: And, well, well, he was telling the story of a his pastor asking him that question. And he told him, oh, I'm driven, of course. You know, like, I'm driven yeah. to be a, the best businessman that, that God has told me to do. And then the pastor told him, that's not the right answer. Because if you're being driven, then you're being driven by the devil and by the enemy. The devil drives people, but Jesus, he leads. And so we're supposed to be led by the spirit so that blew my mind like wow when i listened to the sermon i I did all high i was like yeah that was great but it's really true like you have to ask yourself if you're in business and basically we're all basically in business in some way or another um are you being driven or are you being led
0: and also too you may be being led but are you being led by the right influence
1: yeah, that's, that's why I brought up the Holy Spirit because, you know, yeah. like you can't just be led by people and you have to realize, you have to discern whether or not they're the right influences to have in your life. So if someone, you know, for, you know, just for an example, um, if someone is always crossing a boundary, you know, in your work and just testing you and calling you all the time, maybe they're not the right influence or you need to set a boundary with them, hey, like, I'm not going to answer this call after 5pm, that's when we're done with work, um, but I'll call you, to, I'll, I'll, I'll call you back tomorrow, or, you know, just set that boundary, but also, you, you don't want to be, you know, led by them, if they're not going to, you know, like, respect your boundary. but also, at the same time, if you're being driven because of them, because of their persistence, and, like, you know, just, just kind of like you know way too involved in your life then it's time to kind of take a step back and maybe you know set some more boundaries with them or yeah other things
0: so one thing somebody can ask is like oh well so does that mean i don't have goals or desires if that means that i don't know like who makes that who makes that huh Yeah. Like somebody could say, oh, well, what about goals? Like what about desires?
1: That you can't be driven from that.
0: Right. And so basically it's not bad to have those. It's not bad because like, honestly, we have goals. We have desires. Leanne and I do personally, and we have it with a simple mission and we have, we do have a plan. However, the key is to remember to align your goals, to align your dreams, To align your desires with God. And that is the the big thing that is super important that will completely change the outlook and the aspect that you have of whatever you're thinking about doing. Yeah. And so that's where the the line is drawn. And there's no gray. It's black and white. Um, And so are your goals and dreams aligned with God? Yes or no? If you answer no, You might want to go back and pray and read the Bible because it will help you get your goals and dreams aligned. And I can say, you know, during college and during my early young adult life, you know, I was definitely maybe driven. I don't know. I probably didn't think about that at all because I've never really heard that until recently. And so I can tell whenever I'm driving myself or whenever I'm driving something like oh I wanna meet this goal or, or, or oh I wanna get all these people or oh I wanna
1: no matter what take happens. over
0: South Texas basically with my mindset back then. It's like, hey well that was me and that was in it and yeah, I guess it might have worked, but like but like what good came out of that? A whole lot uh, what of what a whole lot of emptiness and yeah. um a whole lot of stress and and so but I'm I'm not saying like you can't have these goals, you can't have these big dreams like to do all these great things, but what are you doing for the kingdom and how are you aligning your business with the kingdom of God is what you need to be thinking about. Yeah. Whether, you know, you're a all CEO of, of a big Fortune 500 company, you can still align your business to God, you know? You yeah. can still do that. It's okay. Like you don't have to you don't have to succumb to the world when it yeah. comes to these um to these big Massive decisions.
1: One of the things that I thought of when David said, you know, you can be a CEO and still, you know, be aligned biblically. Biblically with God. um, One of the things I thought of was um, Chick-fil-A. They're always closed on Sundays. And... If you really think about it, in the world, I feel like you're foolish for being closed on Sundays yeah, because you're going to lose all that money. Billions
0: of dollars they lose in one day. Nationally, probably billions of dollars. But
1: I think I read online somewhere a few months ago saying that even though they're closed on Sundays, like they they still are one of the top like fast food chains in the U.S. because... Uh, so many people, like, still go there and try to, like, get their Chick-fil-A before, you know, Sunday when it closed. Yeah. Um, but it's because... So, they have, a, so they have a priority.
0: Oh, wow. I just hit the mic. <laughs> so they have a priority in their business to to respect the day of rest. Yeah. And so they're really fortunate and, and their company is extremely blessed because of it.
1: Yeah. And. You know, it's kind of funny, but they always say, uh, "It's my pleasure." You know, disturb you, and a lot of people smile from that because you know it makes their day. Yes, so.
0: and it's holy chicken.
1: <laughs> holy it's, chicken!
0: It's the Lord's chips. <laughs> okay,
1: there's no chips from there. No,
0: there's no chips. It's chicken nuggets. <laughs>
1: Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up, you know, his dad. I mean, God, David said um, that it's not bad to have desires or goals, that we need to align them with God and through prayer and reading his word. But, you know, there's no, there's no reason, not reason, it's pointless if you read the word, if you don't, like, I did not memorize it, but if you don't know it, like, you can read the Bible, you can read a verse, but if you don't know the context behind it or learn from it or study it, then there's no point in just reading the Bible. Um, So, one of the things I wanted to bring up was, you know, maybe you can take a look at Psalms 119, 9 through 11. He talks about, uh, the psalmist talks about, um, how do I not sin against you, or, oh, Lord, oh, by storing up your word in my heart. Um, and how do you store up, you know, the Bible into your heart? You read it all the time. You study it. You get to know it. You ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Um, you get some commentary Bibles or you look online. Like you can do whatever it takes to just to know what's going on in the, the books that you're reading in the Bible. Um, so that's really important because you can't just read the Bible or a devotional, but you don't know it. Like you, you do you really understand it. That's one of the things that I feel like a lot of people are missing in their life, even as Christian, So,
0: mm-hmm. wow, that's good. I like it. Um, so I, I guess as we kind of, kind of piggyback off what, what, what Liana is saying, it's like, hey, like you know, like we have to know and understand the Bible in order to have these good um, characters and good characteristics and solid attitude like it all has to be in in one and so you know one thing that we also hear a lot about when it comes to like workplace and business and all that stuff is like oh like i don't like where i'm at because of this person or oh like you know um i want to like leave my job or oh i want to change my job and so you know i've noticed that within the I don't know. Maybe like the lower generation is like... uh, Lower? uh, Not the lower generation. The younger one? The younger generation. Yeah, like Gen Z or whatever. So we're millennials, by the way. Um, But (laughs) a generation under us, they are really quick on moving jobs. I mean, you know, it is wild. They go from like one to another extreme. And so that's just... I don't know if that's like how they are, but that's just what I'm seeing. And it's really crazy. And so, you know... Um what I love is that, you know, is that, that that God wants us to be faithful with what we have and we're faithful in the little things and God like basically provides and gives to you a job or an opportunity. But if we can't be faithful with that, how are we gonna be faithful with something bigger or something that's something more that
1: you're dreaming of
0: extreme? How is God going to allow that if yeah. if you're not faithful with what's in your hand? And 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 the key to all of that is is what's in your heart. You know, don't let don't let your your generation be tagged with that. You know what I mean? Don't be that person that is that is I guess following along like all the others and just hopping around because they don't like it or they don't like somebody or you know or just be different, you know, stand out um and if you are one of those people that are consistent and faithful with what you have right now, hey, that's fantastic. I'm not saying that, that it's bad to want more it's bad to want better, but allow it to happen and allow God to step in and make it happen on yeah. his time.
1: Yeah, I think the other thing, um, you know, David said, a lot of the younger people are not staying with a job for so long is I feel like one of the... Thing that they don't like is hard work. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna be for real here. I think a lot of them don't understand the concept of hard work because a lot of them didn't grow up with that. You know, a lot of them weren't raised like that. They were raised with you know phones and like you know things easy access and instant gratification. And if we don't get that right now, then they're gonna move on to to the next new thing, just, like, what we do with our phone. But they grew up with, like, always having something, you know, ready for them, like, they can, um, you know, have food delivery, you know, and they don't have to go anywhere. That's, like, the epitome of, like, not doing it, not doing and doing it yourself. Um, so, I feel like that's one of the key factor of, you know, why they hop from job to job and um, and also... It doesn't have to do with the fact that you're not a Christian or not. It's w- whether you understand the concept of hard work and if you're willing to do that.
0: Yeah. And also, too, is, you know, how can you be trusted with a big opportunity or a major success or a big job or a lot of wealth if you cannot handle the small things? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm challenging all of you today. If there's some of you out there that are listening that are, are um, I guess, 13 to 18 yeah hey like you know be faithful with what you have be patient stick it out and pray to god and he'll come through for you
1: it can be even up to 21 i'm 24 and you're 28 so i mean we're getting a little bit older
0: (laughs) yeah so anyways but that's my little encouragement to y'all so i don't even know if you feel are still listening after that but (laughs) if you are keep on listening so, you know, we, we talk from out of experience, yeah, not out yeah, of a book exactly. or not out of a textbook we're reading here.
1: Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that, you know, to move on really quickly is, um, if you are a Christian, obviously you are living out a ministry, like we said in the beginning with any bu- business that you're in, but how do we see that as a ministry? It's by changing our perspective into having an eternal perspective. So, what is the eternal perspective? Mm. You want to define it?
0: How about you define it?
1: (laughs) Okay. So, I think the eternal perspective is knowing what we um, are going to do, right? In the concept of eternity. So, one day, we're all going to die. And where are we going after we die? We go to heaven if you believe in Jesus Christ, right? So having that eternal perspective of every day, if you talk to somebody, if you do something with somebody, or just moment by moment, it's going to impact someone in ways that you you will never find out until you get to heaven. So when you have that eternal perspective, then you, I guess, in a sense, stop being so, I guess looking inward at yourself, oh, I didn't get this, or, oh, I didn't get what I want, and all that stuff, but you, like, like in Philippians says, you know, you look to the interests of others, not yourself. So that's the eternal perspective.
0: Wow, that's good. Um, so in Colossians one sixteen, it says, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, with whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. So kind of like how Leanna was saying about the eternal perspective, like knowing that that you've been created for a mission, for a purpose, that the things were created around you for a mission and for a purpose, all to give glory to him. And so whether you can see it or whether you can't see it. And so um, that's what Leanna was talking about with that. And she did a really good job on explaining that is like hey you know basically the seen and the unseen has, has been all created by god but it's just god gives us an opportunity god gives us a choice to go to him or not and uh we hope that that you you run to him instead of running to the world mm-hmm. when it comes to business and when it comes to um you know growing the kingdom of god um yeah th- through your experience and through your daily walk of life and so you know um one one cool thing is is that you know God doesn't want you to build a dynasty or an empire, He wants you to leave a legacy. So kind of like how Leanna was saying with with the eternal eternal perspective, you know God wants you to leave a legacy behind. How are you going to be remembered by your kids and by your great grandkids, and also too, how are you going to be remembered by God on how you were on this earth and
1: mm-hmm.
0: like all of that. So.
1: Yeah, I think one of, one of the things that you may be thinking of is how do you leave legacy? Well, one question you can ask yourself, what are you giving to? Not just giving money, but what are you giving your time to, your resources to uh, that will create that eternal impact? You know, Are you giving to something that will have a kingdom, eternal, eternal in- impact, or is it only to impact yourself? I mean, I know that's a harsh question, like, but this is the podcast. We didn't, we didn't real here. And um, if you're a Christian, you know, I hope you're a little bit convicted as I am too, um, because you know, God does not want us to live for ourselves and live a hum- humble, life. He wants us to stand out and to be different from the world. We don't want to be going with the flow. We have to go against it, and it can be really hard.
0: Yes. And it can be hard work, too,
1: yeah, there you go,
0: <laughs> and so, but that's okay, you know, and so that's 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 what it's all about, and um, you know, so our you know we're all saved by grace, um thankfully because we have faith in Jesus, and um you know we will also. Be judged by like the works that we do and by everything else so remember before you do something stupid or before you do something that's a little wild is think about like how is that going to impact somebody else or somebody seeing this and if they're or, or not seeing future. it you know god is seeing it and know that like everything you do will impact your future and will impact your legacy. So make the right choices and live for God every day. Even if some days you're not the best, that's okay. That's why he, he came in. We're we're
1: all human. We're done and messed up. And that's why the gospel is there for us to, not to fall back on, but to go back to, to remember um, in the midst of our hard and bad days and the days that we made mistakes and said horrible words, um, yeah. You know, tomorrow's a new day.
0: Yeah, don't worry. Tomorrow's a new day. So.
1: Yeah. So is that all we have to say?
0: I think so, for now. But this is kind of a little uh, introduction, I guess, episode. And so we really want to see how y'all liked it. And we we really are passionate about this topic. And so we think we may talk about this more in the oh, next yeah. season.
1: Probably in this season. Because there's going to be yeah. a
0: lot that we can dive into. Um, and so, but... I'm excited about this topic and I'm really happy that we talked about it. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Cool. So
1: I guess, um, we'll see y'all next time.
0: Okay. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can say thank you is to share your support. If you could take a quick screenshot of the episode, tag it at The Simple Mission, and share it online, it could make a huge difference for us, while also spreading hope and light to your friends and family.
0: If you haven't done so, please just give us a star rating and a review on iTunes. This small act will take one minute of your time, but it could potentially change lives forever for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. See you next time.